What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. Now, many of you probably already know that my birthday was a few weeks ago, and one of the things that the amazing queen of the castle, Heather Kimberly, did for me was surprise me with a skydiving trip right here in Southern California. And I talked a lot about this in the office this week as people asked me how it was and was it scary and things like that. But as I really started to reflect on the conversations that I was having with people, I realized that there were some very major realizations, very major insights, very major lessons that I thought would be valuable to share with you about my experience skydiving so that you can implement some of these lessons into your own lives and make your life even more extraordinary than it already is. So on this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my top five lessons with you from skydiving so that you can implement them today and create massive, extraordinary results inside of your life. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode where we talk about my five lessons learned from jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. One of the things I know to be true from my life is that everything happens for a very specific reason. Now, this could lead into a conversation about spirituality or belief in God or the universe or whatever you want to frame it as or whatever you want to talk about in that way. But I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Like everything is put in front of us as a lesson to learn something valuable that can continue to propel you in the direction that you want to go so that you can get massive results inside of your life in all aspects. And so Heather surprised me with this trip of going skydiving, which many of you know, and I know I mentioned that in the intro, but it was a crazy, crazy experience. Like even looking back on it now, this was just a few weeks ago, but I realized there were a bunch of things that happened that made me realize just how important it is to notice the lessons that happen along the way in your life. And so as Heather, she literally tells me like a couple days before, and I knew she had a birthday surprise for me for a long time. I'm terrible with surprises, by the way. So if you don't know this about me, and Heather can attest to this too, I was literally asking her like every day, multiple times a day for a few weeks, like, babe, what do you have planned for my birthday? What do I need to wear? Trying to get as much info as I could, because I'm a person who very much likes to be in control. And so it's interesting that as we're going to this trip skydiving, Heather tells me nothing except, hey, I need you to pack Close because we're going to go out to dinner after, but we're going to be doing something active and you need to be comfortable. And that's about all the info I got. So we get in the car, we start to drive south on I-5, so we're heading down towards Oceanside, towards San Diego, and pretty quickly we hit traffic like in San Clemente, which is about 10 minutes from where we live. So we hit this traffic. What Heather and I did not know is that there was an overturned semi and there were two lanes of this road closed or the freeway that was closed and traffic was backed up. So what would normally be a 30 minute drive ended up being like a three and a half hour drive to get to the place where we're going to go skydiving. And you know, I'm sharing this piece of it because I think it's so interesting. And like I said, is that everything happens for a reason. But one of the things that I hate is I do not enjoy driving. Like we live in a little bubble here. Heather and I's lives exist basically in a three and a half mile radius. We can go surfing. We can go to multiple different beaches. Our grocery stores are here. Our friends are here. The other than family, like everything we have, everything we need, everything we love is in this little tiny little pocket of a bubble in Dana Point. And so as we step outside of that, 
that, we very quickly hit traffic. And one of the things I realized just with the traffic, and this has nothing to do with skydiving, this is just kind of off the cuff, little lesson in the beginning, is three and a half hours of traffic to go go a 30-minute drive. Really, I already was getting lessons from this experience of just being patient. One of the things in my life is that I always want to be in control. And what I've realized and what I've come to learn, and this is from a neurophysiological perspective, this is just also from a spiritual perspective or a mental perspective, is that the more we try to control and force everything, the less likely our results are to come in the way we want them to. Because sometimes God or the universe works in very, very mysterious ways and like ways we just can't even fathom or imagine. And with that, what I want to share with you as we start this is just this lessons of patience in the beginning, this lesson of getting to just let go. And here is the best part about it. So not even talking about skydiving yet, we're not even to the top five things that I learned, is that it allowed Heather and I three and a half hours of time to be in the car and just connect. And like, there were parts when we were listening to music, there were parts when we were dancing, there were times when we were laughing and talking about serious conversations, but it was this amazing experience wrapped up in, there was a surprise, I had no idea what it was, I was really, really desperate and anxious to know because I always want to be in control and I kind of want to have a plan, and I don't like surprises, like I like to know, I like to know things, I'm one of these persons who's just a go, go, go type A personality, and so with that, It was really cool to just be able to get to sit back, relax, and enjoy that time with my wife, which is a beautiful gift of just being patient. So even before we got to skydiving, being patient and just allowing and trusting the process and enjoying the time. Like I truly believe that God was like, hey, you don't have cocoa right now. You're actually going to connect with your wife. You're not going to be in grind hard business mode. You don't need to take care of clients right now. You don't need to be on for adjusting. You don't need to worry about any of the business stuff or any of the taxes or your team or your family members. Just be with your wife and just be. And we had this beautiful drive down the freeway that we didn't go above five miles an hour, literally like the whole time going, you know, 30 miles is all we were going. It should have taken about 35 minutes to get there and it took three and a half hours. And I had this beautiful opportunity to connect with my wife. So that was the start of our trip. I could have been very, very frustrated, but for one of the first times ever, I actually just enjoyed it and took it all in. And it was beautiful to just be able to connect with her. Fortunately, we brought snacks, so neither of us were hangry. That's besides the point. So here's the interesting thing. As as we're going down south, I have no clue where we're going. And my wife's like, I'll tell you when you need to get off, what exit you need to get off, what directions you need to go. So pretty quickly, as we get through the traffic, we get down to San, or not San Diego, but Oceanside, and we get off on this, uh, It's another freeway called 76. So we get off on 76 and pretty quickly I'm realizing like, okay, we're not going to the ocean because now we're going the opposite direction of the beach. So we're not doing sailing. We're not doing anything water centered and we're definitely not going to Mexico because we would have had to go about an hour and a half further to go to Mexico. So I'm wondering like, okay, babe, what's going on? You have some plan for me. And pretty quickly I realized, oh, there's a tiny airport over here. So maybe we are going skydiving. So here's what's funny is that Pulling into the parking lot of the airport was actually the most anxious piece of the entire a skydiving experience. So everyone was asking me all week for the last few weeks, like, dude, you went skydiving. How scary was it? How awesome was it? Like, were you nervous? Were you nervous when you were up there in the plane? And quite frankly, because I was so in the moment, because of traffic, because of everything that happened, I was literally allowed the opportunity to not be super, super anxious through the entire thing. So my first lesson from skydiving was this, and I think it's a crucial one. And this is gonna seem laughingly simple, 
but it's this, is that the more you work on controlling your emotions, the more you can actually control them, which will have a direct effect on your physiology. So like, here's the deal. We're turning left into the airport parking lot, and this is a teeny, teeny, tiny airport, like private planes only. And so we're turning in and my heart is thumping and Heather's making fun of me. She's like, dude, are you really that nervous and that scared right now? And I'm like, babe, absolutely. I don't know why. And what's interesting is as I started to just breathe and get into my body and realize that we're about to have an epic adventure together and this is something on our bucket list, all of that fear and anxiousness and tension that I was feeling, that stress response, literally increasing my heart rate, increasing my blood pressure, went away. And what I realized in this experience of sitting at the stoplight before we turn left into the airport is that I have worked like tirelessly for the last year on being able to control my emotions. There are so many things in so many places in my life when I would freak out and get tension and create stress within my body by my thoughts alone. And what I realized is through just a few simple big deep breaths and understanding and telling myself that, listen, you are safe. This is going to be fun. It's a bucket list item. You're with the person you love. Like, brought me to a place of peace and it made me really realize that the work that we do with controlling our emotions allows us to control our physiology. And so things are going to be stressful inevitably. Like we're going to have things in life that scare us. We're going to have things in life that piss us off. We're going to have all these things that happen to us consistently and constantly and maybe on an everyday basis. But I've done so much work in the realm of catching myself in thought patterns that create stress and tension and anxiety and being able to change or reframe those patterns in a way that I could literally feel my physiology change. So everybody asked me like, were you nervous? And the coolest part of is like, the most nervous that I was through the entire experience was literally when we're turning into the airport parking lot. Like we weren't even out of the car yet. And that's the most nervous that I was. And after we signed the waivers, before we jumped, like I got to a complete place of peace and harmony and I was excited, like so excited and just wanted to slap high fives and give hugs and just super grateful for life. Instead of this fear, anxiousness, my heart racing out of my chest, palms sweaty, all of those things. And so that was the first lesson is the more we work on controlling our emotions, the more you can actually control them, but not just control them is control your physiology. And you've heard me talk about many episodes of this podcast that your physiology can literally wreck the way that we think, the way that we deal with other people. And it was really cool experience because it made me realize for the first time, like the work that I have done over the course of the last year and the things that I've shared with lots of you in terms of reframing our thought patterns and habits, it actually works and it worked tremendously and it made the experience of skydiving so much more fun. So that was the first lesson. The second lesson was like, I had to give up control. And you guys heard me explain this in the beginning. The traffic alone forced me to give up control because I'm, I'm like, I want to get there. I got to know. I got to know what to do. We got to do this thing. Let's go, go, go. And then we have to be to dinner. And I, like, I had to give up control. God is like, hey, this is not your plan right now. It's, you have no idea where you're going. Your wife's going to tell you what to do. You need to just fully give up control. And the other interesting piece of this is that I was in the air as we jumped out of the plane. And my instructor in the plane, he said, okay, so when we jump, he's like, there's going to be a point when I tap you on the shoulders. And that means you need to let go of your harness and just put your hands out and you can do whatever you want with your hands. He's like, you can wave at the camera. You can flip the camera off. Uh, he's like, you can literally do whatever you want. So what's funny is watching the video and I'll post a link to the video. If you guys want to see the skydiving video, um, 
when the guy literally has to tap my arms two times and then physically grab my hands to release them from my harness so that I could enjoy the full experience. And I missed half of it because I was still stuck in this state of trying to be in control. And so giving up control and letting what is be that way was a game changer. And I'm still learning the lesson, obviously. And that's one of the funniest pieces of this whole thing is like holding my harness so tightly, my wrists and hands were literally sore for like an hour afterwards. It was the funniest thing. But giving up and relinquishing control and realizing that there is a bigger plan and there are things set in front of you that you may not even be able to imagine right now, but giving up control and going with the flow is a huge piece of the puzzle for creating results in it and the things that you're looking for inside of your life. And so with that, giving up control, the third lesson is that sometimes it's better to have no instruction than lots of it. Like being in the flow and open to whatever happens and whatever comes your way and realize that there's a bigger plan in place. Like all the little things that we're learning on a day-to-day basis are actually prepping for something bigger. So how I learned this lesson from skydiving is like being in the flow is that it was funny. So we get to the airport, we get out of the car, we go up to the place where we're supposed to sign the waivers. The woman asks us for our ID. She has to pay for the rest of the jump because you have to put a deposit it down. And then she's like, go outside, sit down. You have a name tag on people call your names when you're ready. So that was all the instruction we got. Even then a guy comes over, he calls our names like you're Heather, you're Daniel. Come with me. We're going to get you harnessed up. He put, puts us in these harnesses and then doesn't tell us anything. Like he literally tells us nothing at all. He's like, cool, you're harnessed up. Then we meet our photographer slash videographers. Then the guy who we're going to be strapped to and who we jump with comes over. They introduce themselves, but they still tell us nothing. And we literally just get on the plane. Like there's no instruction at all. There's no, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to do. This is what you can expect. We get into the airplane. We fly up to 11,000 feet. We're jumping from 13,000 feet, mind you. Still have zero instruction from our instructors. And the plane's so loud and it's this tiny plane. If you haven't been skydiving, we're packed in like sardines. And it's not like there's an intercom where the pilot's like, okay, guys, here's what's going to happen. There's no one leader who's like, okay, here's what you got to do. Literally, my instructor, the person that you're strapped to tells you, okay, here's the deal. When we jump, He's like, what you're going to do, you're going to slide your butt to the edge of the plane. You're going to wrap your legs under the edge of the plane. He's like, you're going to grab onto your harness. You're going to hold onto your harness. He's like, you're going to keep your heels to my butt. Do your best to do that. Hold onto the harness. He's going to, he said, arch your neck and you want to be looking up. He's like, you don't want to look straight down. And those were all the instruction we got. Like this little bit of instruction, it's literally three minutes before we jump out of a perfectly good airplane. So it's crazy because for me, I always want to be in control. I always want to know what the plan is. And like, I'm not a great planner, but when it comes to being in control, this is a lesson that's come up for me many times in my life is controlling everything sometimes sucks. It's actually better and more fun to not have to think about all the nitty gritty details and just be in the flow and trust that everything is going to work out the way you want it to. As long as you're prepared and as long as you have done the work and as long as you continue to do the work and the training required for whatever it is that you're looking for inside of your life, the results will come. And so it was this really cool thing of instead of trying to force, instead of trying to be in control, having the no instruction allowed me to get out of my analytical brain and enjoy the experience. And how many places in your life do you try to analyze every single little nitty gritty detail? Should I do this or should I do that? Or did this happen or could I have done it this way? And we like get wrapped up in our heads and it creates this stress in our physiology going back to the first one about controlling our emotions. And that stress and physiology wrecks our ability to be present. It wrecks our ability to be productive. It wrecks our ability to be profitable. And so there's this huge piece of like being in the flow, knowing 
instruction actually made the experience for me more enjoyable. And I realized then this in my life as well as, as I give up control and I trust that everything in my life is going to work out the way that it should because I have done the work necessary to do those things and allow those things to happen, more abundance comes into my life. Like greater relationships and people who I love and finances are a piece of this certainly. But as I am less in control, more things seemingly happen are the exact things that I want to happen. And this is even true with my daughter Coco. Is like the more I try to control what she does, the more she wants to fight against me. But if I let her get into her flow and I'm just in the flow and I trust that she's gonna do what she knows is right and knows is wrong, like magic happens and it's such a beautiful thing. So that's the third lesson. Sometimes it's better to have no instruction and just get in the flow and be open to all of it, be open to the experience, be open to the enjoys of life. And this goes back to the traffic as well. I got to enjoy something major where usually I would be cussing, like just defensive driving, all the things that usually get me annoyed, uh, but I got to enjoy it because I was just in the flow. The next lesson from this is that waiting is much more scary than actually doing. And so well, this goes back to sitting at the stoplight, right? It's like waiting to get on the airplane was much more scary than the actual jump. Once we were in the sky flying, like shooting down to the ground at 130 miles an hour, it was this magical, blissful experience where nothing else mattered because I was doing I wasn't waiting. And I'm going to ask you a question because I think this is important and this shows up in my life all the time. Where in your life are you waiting to do things because you're waiting for the right time or you feel like, oh, I need this to happen instead or I need this to happen instead or I want to wait for this or I want to wait for this or I got to get this set up first. And really, in reality, you could literally just go do it right now today and get the results that you're looking for. Like one of my favorite people who I love so dearly, they're looking for a new job and they're like, I gotta get my resume just perfect. Like I wanna wait because it's not perfect. I gotta add a couple more periods. I'm waiting till I have a little bit more experience. I'm waiting till this happens. I'm waiting till this happens. And it's like, just do it. Just send it the way it is. Like go all in and just do it right now. So waiting is sometimes much more stressful than actually doing. There are times to be patient, but where in your life are you waiting and procrastinating? And maybe it's because it's, you feel like you're gonna upset someone or you're gonna hurt someone's feelings or you're gonna worry about what other people think. But that waiting and that procrastination is actually probably holding you back from getting the results that you want in life. So things don't need to be perfect. Just get in the flow and trust that it's all gonna work out the way that it was designed to. And then lastly, and most importantly, is once you go all in, you realize that life and the experiences that we have in life are literally magic. Like there's no other word that I could describe except for magic. When you go all in, jumping out of a plane for me was going all in. I had no control. There was nothing I could do. I was already flying to the ground. There was no turning back. And all I could do, I had no other option than to just enjoy the beauty of the ocean and the mountains and the desert and all the cool stuff we could see as we're flying down to the ground. And for you, where in your life could you go all in? Like I tell the people this all the time, go all in on yourself. Trust that you could give up the job that you're miserable in right now today and something magical would open up for you just as a result of you trusting the process and going all in on yourself. Like I work with so many people who have such strong skills, are such amazing human beings, but they're just too scared to go all in on themselves. And that fear wrecks their physiology because they haven't figured out how to control their emotions. That fear 
is keeping them trying to control every little nitty gritty detail of their life. And when we do that, sometimes we miss opportunities. Sometimes we miss possibilities. All of us, you, me, my daughter, your kids, your grandparents, your parents, every single person that you see on a day-to-day basis, regardless of where they come from, like the homeless guy at the beach, the guy who lives in the $22 million house at Strands, we were all built and designed with the exact same potential, the potential to be healthy, the potential to be successful, the potential to be abundant, the potential to be wealthy. Everything you're looking for in life is dependent on you. And you giving up control and worrying about what other people think and going all in 100% on yourself. And when you do it, when you jump, when you take the leap, you will be rewarded. Like it has been the case in my life. It has been the case in the life of people that I take care of. It has been case in the lives of the people that people that I'm surrounded with that I see who have come from nothing and built these major empires inside of their lives. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about life experience. I'm talking about happiness. I'm talking about joy. I'm talking about abundance. I'm talking about fulfillment. All of these things are possible for every single one of us, but we have to be willing to do the work required and go all in. And oftentimes going all in does not equate to another marketing strategy or a different exercise routine or a different nutrition program, but it's just trusting yourself and being consistent and knowing that whatever you want and are seeking inside of your life is actually possible. Like whatever you want, whatever you are seeking, whatever you dream about, whatever gets you excited for your life that you do not have yet is possible. 100% possible for you, for me, for the homeless guy at the beach, for the people you don't know, everyone. The reality of it is, is sometimes we get in our own way. And this is the biggest lesson that I learned from skydiving. So to recap, five lessons from skydiving. Number one, the more you can work on controlling your emotions, the more you can control your physiology. That will allow you to be a more successful, more expressive human being. Number two, giving up control. Like you gotta give up control sometimes. Remember, I was clenched to my harness. The guy had to pry my hands away. And I had way more fun when I did it, but I missed half the trip because I was trying to be in control. Number three, waiting is way, way, way more scarier than actually doing it. Number four, sometimes it's better to have no instruction than lots of it. Get in the flow and be open to all of it. The entire experience, the good, the bad, the ugly, it's all designed to teach us something. So just go all in. And then lastly is go all in. When you go all in, magic happens, period, point blank, plain and simple. So this is what I'm gonna ask you. One, where in your life are you not going all in on yourself? Where in your life are you trying to be too controlling of yourself? And number three, how can I support you in helping you get to the place where you want to be? My friends, that is all I have for you on this episode. If you could do me two favors, one, please leave a rating and please two, leave a review. This is how we get this into the hands of more people. Literally what we are dedicated to here in the office is uplifting the lives of communities all across the globe, which we are now starting to do through some very cool things that are coming shortly in the future. I love and appreciate every single one of you, all of your support. We will come at you again next week. Remember, you have the power to do whatever it is and create whatever you want to create. It's already inside of you, just waiting to be expressed. I love you. I appreciate you. We'll come at you live again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.